Welcome back to episode 165 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iron Man, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, we discuss our new platform, Mscribe, and the reactions to Blockamoto's parcel inscription standard. Next, we explain why parcel inscriptions is a critical infrastructure piece to the metaverse on Bitcoin. Then we analyze how important the standard of bitmap is to maintaining a consensus among developers who are building within the ecosystem. And finally, we break down Xpector's project and our thoughts on improving it. All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 165 of the Blockrunner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iman. What up, what up? On the sticks, we got TJ. Hello. All right. So we've spent a whole week. We've been working on Mscribe. We finally released on Tuesday. Yeah, man. And uh, it's been... It's been one hell of a week, yeah. The yeah. Bitoshi Blockamoto Parcel Inscription Standard went live as of a few days ago. Yep. Pretty simple. Yeah. Parcel or transaction ID dot block height dot bitmap. That's the simple component. I think the 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 major pain point at the moment is the, the tapping. The tapping, yeah. Yeah, because as of right now, bitmap.land is the only like platform... That is enabling this like function. Yeah, but we're on our way, Mscribe, to also incorporating this as part of like the uh, platform experience. Correct. Because as we all know, this is one of the the publishings that came from Blockamoto. This is part of the the standard. Yeah, it's a very important one too. And yeah, could you describe the issue of what is it that we're trying to account for here with this? Okay, so oh, front running, right? Yeah. So when it comes to uh, tapping, the reason why tapping exists and and really, we got to understand is like when Blockamoto or we come up with something that's there, it's there for a reason. It's not nothing that we do <laughs> is going to be arbitrary. Right. It's important. So what is what is tapping? So imagine you own a bitmap and you have 2000 parcels. OK, you can list it for, for sale on, an, on a marketplace. Mm -hmm. And then as it's listed, you can also go and inscribe all those parcels. Right, right. All to you spend four thousand bucks at the same time, yeah. While it's being, while it's like on the market, yeah. Gotcha. So then I come in, I see your bid maps, like I want that one. It's got a lot of parcels on yeah. there. Yeah, here's here's fifty <laughs> bucks or whatever. Yeah, and I got my bid map. Yeah, and then in in a in a scenario where there's no such thing as tapping, mm -hmm. then your parcels are valid, and I got an empty bid map. Mm. Right. Yeah. So that that's a little unfair, right? Mm. Um. So tapping is is when Instead of um, you, you inscribe all your parcels, you have to send that district back to yourself. Yeah, and that that indicates to the indexers that all the parcels that you inscribed are now valid because you you maintain ownership of that district for that time being, for okay. that for that period of time, I should say. So that self that self swapping is like the 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 verification that like yeah, yeah. I, I was the owner and I still own the district yeah. when I inscribe the parcels. Correct. So now the indexers can in between like those two uh like points in times of the, Correct. the the state of that district. Correct. The, what happened in between is like the parcel inscriptions that that now is verified and now can be I guess uh displayed to, uh, as far as like all platforms right whenever yeah you, correct so yeah. so now all platforms are let's say they're connected to track yeah they're saying that bitmap that you are now listing yeah. has zero parcels available to inscribe right exactly. so me as a purchaser as a as a user I'll, I'll look at that district it's like i could still want it right i could yeah, yeah. or i could be like hey this doesn't have any parcels i'm going to move on correct right yeah, so it's keeping the market much more true and like authentic and trying to eliminate scammers as much as possible or yeah. exploiters, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. So it was a necessary thing. And I think that was like, that was realized, I think, later, right? And that's why like this, this, this standard kind of like took a little bit longer yeah. to come out than expected. Yeah. But it's out. And it's, uh, so yeah, and now that all the platforms are scrambling, I guess, to kind of like integrate this as part of their, you know, platform experience because we're not going to have like a, a good, you know, a healthy market until like, you know, all these pieces are implemented. Right. So, yeah. so it's looking good so far, you know, and right now, um, if you own a bunch of bitmaps, you don't have to inscribe your parcels. Right. And yeah, you don't. Yeah. There's that. That's another part of the messaging. That's kind of unclear. Like people yeah. are kind of afraid. It's like, Oh shit. Like you, I don't know how this got out there, but pe some people are ex under the impression that if you don't inscribe your parcels, somehow you're going to lose them all. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm not sure where that came from, but yeah, like there, there's nothing forcing any of this, right? It's all like an optional. Yeah, ability. and this this has to be part of the standard, the parcel standard. It's not because people have like um uh, an, an interpretation of bitmaps as like a like a token. Like all of a sudden, there's you know 800 million parcels, and like somehow that dilutes something. Mm. All it is, the standard, it just allows a way for a project to say, "Hey, I'm building this thing." And I want you to be a part of it. Yeah. So you can inscribe my parcels or I can send you my my parcel inscriptions to be part of my community. And it's a framework to do that. Correct. And it's a non-arbitrary one, which is Correct. very, 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 very important and very much overlooked, I think, at the moment as far as like yeah. what the market is interpreting is what is valuable about bitmaps. Right. And a lot of that comes from like a lot of people's inexperience of actually being involved in the metaverse space, right? Yeah. Like we have an advantage in the sense that we've been dealing with the metaverse for four years. Yeah. And we've seen it all up until this point, right? Yeah. Bitmap is like the first thing we've seen, like completely original and unique. It's yeah. like, oh shit, this is this is cool. Because yeah. of the fact that these these um these like inception parameters are non arbitrary, right? Correct. And from all historical contexts, they've always been arbitrary. They lead to big problems like siloing and fragmentation and, you know, um, and, competing. And um, centralization in terms of design. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So that that's the best part about Bitmap is that everybody can now be a piece of the metaverse and come up with anything to kind of build on top of it. Correct. Yeah, correct. And But there's still like that, that, that identification system is so critically important because that is going to be like the cohesion units. 100%. For the whole thing like no matter what stacks you deploy on top of this these different layers like it, it's yeah. still all connected by something there's a root yeah correct bitmap is the root yes know? and here's why that root is important it's because yeah. like like you're saying if we're gonna have thousands hundreds of thousands of developers they all need to be developing on top of a standard right right so, because yeah. that's how all the developers are going to exist in an ecosystem where we can interoperate I, I, yeah so describe what interoperability is, because that that is something <laughs> very important in all respects. Uh, you know, for blockchain, but you know, the metaverse. A lot of people identify that that is the killer, like feature, I guess, of the metaverse. Like that's going to be what gets us to Ready Player One, I guess. Yeah. You know? So so instead of like going in like to the deepest of the rabbit holes, I think we should start with reality. Like for example, mm. you could. Um, you could explain interoperability as like our human bodies, mm -hmm. right? And, and our identities, mm -hmm. right? Our human bodies and our identities are interoperable between different countries. Correct. Right. Yeah. I can go to China and I'm still the same person. Yeah. My bank account is still the same, mm -hmm. right? My ownership of property is still the same. Yeah. It's not like every time you cross like a border, it's like restart you have a new identity. It's like, like there's somebody there. It's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Like taking down your, what's your new name? Yeah. 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 Your new social security is like every single time you, you got money in you. It's like, yeah. Take it away. Yeah. It's like, you now you're starting at like zero, zero, buddy. <laughs> like everyone else. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. That is the opposite of interoperable, right? Correct. So basically, yeah, all those critical things that make up like your physical soul, your existence in physical yeah. reality. It's traversable. Yes. It follows you wherever you go. That's right. So that's that same like expectation, I guess. Okay. So let, yeah, yeah, let's go a little, one level deeper. Let's talk about okay. the internet, right? Mm. And uh, operating systems. Yeah. So JPEG, GIFs, PNGs, MP4s, all those items mm -hmm. are interoperable between different mm. operating systems. Yeah. Right. Every operating system recognizes those mm. primitives. Yeah. Right. Text, mm -hmm. right. All that stuff. All that stuff is interoperable. Yeah. So that's very important, right? Imagine if you developed an operating system and like you have a whole new system for JPEGs. Like it's called JPI. <laughs> nice. Like, then how am I going to send you an image, right? I, if I'm in this ecosystem, Apple or Windows, yeah. how am I going to send you an image? I know. If your I operating know. system can't recognize this stuff. 100%. Yeah, that 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 is a big problem, right? And that's where we are in the metaverse space, pretty much. Like because of the fragmentation and the the siloing, yeah, of of everything, right? Everybody's coming up with their own unique like operating systems, and they're not operating from like any kind of standard framework. So it's like, yeah. like I said, there's no cohesion, there's no interlinking of anything at the moment, and that's that's a big problem. Yeah, but eventually, uh, over time, like that's that's usually how like all ecosystems usually like. Are, start out but over time these, these these things 
always become interconnected down the line, right? The same thing's happening right now with blockchain. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's going to happen in the metaverse space and bit. That's why we're so like bitmap. You yeah. know, we're so <laughs> we're so like pumped about it because we've been waiting for something like this. Right. Yeah. We've, if you've been following us for the last s- several years, we've been talking about like how the, the, the thing that's missing from the metaverse are the standards and the frameworks. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, we, we've been waiting for something like bitmap, but we didn't even know that something like bitmap could be possible. It's true. Yeah, we were thinking more like on the technical yeah. side of like frameworks and yeah, we're, we were thinking more on the on the application layer and operating system layer. Like we didn't even know there was like a layer like even yeah. beneath that right. that was like more primitive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like what bitmap is. It's the most primitive like layer. Yeah, but but that it, it kind of gets the whole developer ecosystem aligned. Like yeah, there we do need to all have this cohesion, right? And whatever yeah. frameworks we start to develop on top of this. It has to apply throughout. Correct. Correct. So we're gonna bring up like something happening now that that yeah. it's it's kind of like a representation of it's not this project and they we've had them on this channel like a week or two ago. Yeah, they're not really operating under that cohesion alignment. Yeah, from what we're seeing, right? Um. All right. So let's talk about this. So I want to uh, man, I, I I lost that tweet. Hmm. Um. Hold on, let me let me go back to where's X Vector. Here we go. I want to find this tweet. It's because we were searching around and and uh, we kind of sort of got lost in the weeds here. And here it is. Okay, it says the countdown is close. Our bitmap sale begins. Get ready to join X Vectorverse on Bitmap Island, powered by Blockamoto's Bitmap Theory. All right, so. Uh, we interviewed Dirk and we interviewed Bob Way from Expector, and <laughs> we spent an hour with these guys talking about yeah Bitmap Island. Mm-hmm. Kind of, we talked about the internet. Yeah, the thing that really grabbed our attention is they acquired thirty five hundred bitmaps. Yes, thirty five hundred bitmaps. We're like, bitmaps. holy Toledo's, right? Yeah. And they already had basically like uh, some sort of stack. Yeah, like ready to go, like a Unreal Engine stack. Correct. Right, and they've been building in anticipation of doing like a. a you know, virtual environment launch on Ripple, right? XRP. Yeah. So this is it. Yeah. So um, so now they're going to do a launch, and I wanted to explain something that um, it's it's important to understand. Did you know that we're more than just a YouTube channel? We also built Mscribe, the first inscription platform built from the ground up for the metaverse on Bitcoin. Connect your bitmap ordinals and use our tools to bring your community into the virtual realm. Support us by joining the movement at mscribe.io. Like, comment, and subscribe for the latest alpha. Back to the video. We purchased 3,500 bitmaps that will be up for sale. Each will be connected to a specific parcel on a specific location on Bitmap Island. Each parcel will consist of one, two, four, or eight plots. Okay. Randomly and fairly distributed. Oh, it is randomly. Okay. All will, all will same price, all will be same price, reveal after sellout. Yeah. So... Very much like PFP-esque, right? Yes. You go back to the PFP days, it's like, yeah, here's these uh, these art pieces. Correct. They're all unique, I guess. Uh, the, you know, buy them, and they're all the same price, like 0.1 ETH or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then at some point, we're going to just have this grand reveal. Everyone's going to be like, yo, this is what I got. It's kind of like the same thing, but like Metaverse style, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to find out exactly, I guess, where you're positioned on this island and how many plots you randomly were assigned. Correct. So, um, so now first we're introducing like new nomenclature, right? Plots, right? In the context of bitmap. Correct. Right. And so remember with bitmaps, you purchase a, you acquire a bitmap. Mm-hmm. It's a district. Yeah. And the district is contains parcels. Yeah. Right. And so now they're talking about plots. So let's see what a plot is. So a plot is basically a unit of one of these guys. So for example, we have total plots on the right and then we have the parcel name. So they have plots to parcels versus bitmap has parcels to districts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when they talk about one, two, four, or eight, they're talking about one unit, two, four, or eight. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it looks like in uh, one of these images below, like they have a essentially a map mm-hmm. of the island. Right. 
And so of that island, you're going to see... <laughs> you lost that one God too, dude. God dang. Your Twitter management is off, Willis. <laughs> it is, but it's also... I mean, here we go. Here's a representation. It's 3D yeah. visualized. This, is, this one's actually better. It's up close and personal. Yeah, it's <laughs> the closer. other one is way more like top down. Yeah. And so... I, and, and still, it's not clear exactly like what a plot situation is going to be here. I think you can kind of like make it out if you zoom in. You see like... Uh, well, yeah, I guess you're right. Go to the left a bit. I see like some squares to the left. I don't know. Maybe like some of those squares is like one plot. Yeah. So, yeah, that's like. <laughs> I mean, if you're familiar with Decentraland, it's like it's kind of like plots and estates, right? Like estates are, you know, a collection of plots that have been yeah, basically bound together to form a larger land unit. Correct. So um, it's going to be very much similar, right? If you get something of a larger plot quantity, you know, in theory, obviously, you, you can deploy something bigger. Right. You, know, you have more space within this virtual uh, environment. So, and the, and the whole idea here is that Bitmap allows developers like Expector to rely on the non-arbitrariness of a given uh, district or world. Right. So, okay, I guess, yeah, we did a pretty crappy job of laying out exactly what Expector is doing because we were all over the place with the tweets and stuff, but I think we got the gist, yeah. <laughs> right? They're deploying a virtual environment called Bitmap Island. Um, and it's it looks like this, and they're going to distribute or leverage the bitmaps as like a land distribution mechanism, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And none of the actual like things that are innately valuable to the bitmap itself and like part of these, the, you know, Batoshi... Uh, bitmap theory are actually being applied correct here in this in this specific scenario right because if you go and look at any typical bitmap you know there's usually like thousands of transactions so therefore there's thousands of yeah. actual units of ownership within an, an individual bitmap right yeah so yeah i guess the question is how how do you own a bitmap like 799.563 which looks like this mm-hmm and like this represents, you know, a part, a plot mm -hmm. in in this virtual world. Yeah. Like how, how where's the connection between the two? And well, so that that's the the question that we're trying to figure out. Yeah, I guess, and it's it's a discussion that I think now is the right time to have because you know this these are some of the earliest pioneers, earliest developers trying to build something of value on top of bitmap, right? So yeah, these are the this is the time to kind of like you know, postulate, you know, how, how, sh what is the right way to do these things? Is there a right way to do things? Can you do it the way that expector is doing it? That's fine. Right. Yeah. But what are the potential long-term ramifications of basically from my interpretation, this is a hundred percent operating outside the bounds of the standard mm -hmm. that is yeah. bitmap, right? The whole purpose of this was to introduce a non-arbitrary, like almost like organic um, mechanism as far as like, how do you terraform a virtual environment? Yeah. And it makes everybody's lives easier because yeah. now you don't have to select an arbitrary size or an arbitrary, um, you know, parameters yeah. to segregate, you know, the ownership of everything. It's, yeah. it's all like there, right? It's there already. Yeah. And it's important too, because there's going to be future, like we said, bitmap is just like the most primitive root layer to this whole metaverse ecosystem. That's going to enable things like interoperability. Yes. And we know that because we, we've dealt with uh, metaverse ecosystems in the past. And one of the more critical uh, technical, I guess, bits of information is like the actual geospatial identification system of like all the different, you know, mm -hmm. developer bandwidth units within a virtual environment. So that, that is the parcels themselves. Mm -hmm. you can, we're not going to be able to build, I guess, like content that is interoperable between bitmaps unless like every single developer is building these virtual environments are kind of, they're, they're leveraging the standard to have a yeah. cohesive ID system. Yeah. Right. We're, we're, again, basically what I'm saying is this is another silo. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that ID system is already there, right? One parcel, yeah. like for example, I'll show you, right? This is data from the, the blocks themselves, right? One mm -hmm. parcel is going to be, um, you know, start with the first transaction is transaction zero. Mm -hmm. right that's the id right that is the id yeah and so if if different developers are not recognizing that it's going to be difficult for developers who are leveraging the standard to deploy content yeah. on on projects that are not respecting yeah. the standard because let's keep in mind like most of the people who are actually going to own land in in the metaverse they're not 
builders. They're not developers. They're not going to yeah. be able to actually create and deploy their own content. Correct. They're going to need the ability to, I guess, like source this content from other developers in the form of, you know, applications or whatever, just yeah. different deployment mechanisms to, you know, bring this, this, this digital value into their virtual environment. So again, we can't build that, that system unless like everybody at the, at the foundational layer is respecting like basically the ID system. Yeah. Right? So if I, if I zoom in here and we're looking at this, this particular bitmap, if I select the first one, it's transaction number zero. Mm -hmm. Right. And so this gives all developers the exact same information. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So there, this is the interoperable standard, right? Mm -hmm. This, this ID system. Mm -hmm. And so every developer who builds on top of bitmap should be leveraging it so that other developers who are building, um, something for every transaction zero, right. Mm -hmm. They can deploy this thing, right. Yeah. Every developer and every project leveraging the standard would know that that thing that that developer is, you know, building can be deployed on this particular section of that world. Yeah. And that's the value of all this stuff. And then as a creator, as a developer, world builder, you, you can leverage any of this stuff, right? This could represent the size of the particular parcel, and this could represent the height of the particular parcel. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, in, in our mscribe website, we sort of did that. If you press number two, you are looking at all the different parcels relative height based on the size of the value. Correct. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. <laughs> and then number three is just a representation of virtual bytes. Yeah. And so now you're seeing like the, the differences in, in, in sizes of virtual bytes based on, yeah. you know, this, this visualizer. Agreed. And I think that that shouldn't be overlooked. That that's also, and it's not just the ID components of what, what bitmap enables as far as providing standard framework to, to build on top of, so that we have a better chance at having an interoperable, you know, metaverse layer. Yeah. It's, it's the, another thing that shouldn't be like, you know, disregarded is it's the non-arbitrary, uh, mechanisms of like, you know, sourcing information, bits of data from the Bitcoin blockchain to generate new value. Right. If you wanted to create like a mechanism where we're randomly, you know, you're going to randomly be getting, uh, have like a, a, a spatial allocation within our virtual environment, right? Kind of like in this case, you get one, two, four, eight. Mm -hmm. That's completely arbitrary, right? Yeah, correct. It's, it's not dependent on anything as far as like what your bitmap actually contains as far as information or data. Yeah. You could have leveraged that and created a much more non-arbitrary process. Like, oh, you know, the V bytes of your transaction is actually going to be, you know, what determines how much space within this VE you're going to get. Yeah. And I mean, and none of this is to say like this has to be done, but yeah, correct. I, I was just going to say, it's like, you don't have to leverage the standard if you don't want to, but what we're saying is if you don't leverage the standard, there's going to be consequences of interoperability. Correct. Well, yeah. Cause if you're not leveraging the standard, you're basically just doing what already exists. Like, yeah. you know, and it, if you want to see what that is, it's just, yeah, there's just silos. Right. Yeah. And again, that, that, that's fine. There's billion, multi-billion dollar silos out there in sandbox and, Mm -hmm. the central land and other side. Mm -hmm. Right. But th that, that it goes against, I, I think what the ethos of what bitmap is or like the opportunity of creating, you know, a much more cohesive ecosystem, like yeah. at, the, at the technical level, not just like community. Right. Yeah. Because the central land sandbox and the other side, they had no framework. None. It's, <laughs> it's had to be arbitrary in the same way yeah. that Bitcoin is arbitrary. Right. Yeah. It's, randomly 21 million right exactly and, and it's and it's not to like throw shade at like you know decentraland or these early metaverses right it's yeah. it's expected like everything starts out like that because you know the first renditions of its you know technology or yeah the first time know. anybody does anything it's not going to be no, the best gonna do version of it yeah right they're just trying to like prove these things can even happen or exist yeah. and so they're they're laying like foundations but over time okay we figure out what what, now what are the big critical infrastructure problems now we need to build better yeah this next time we we do it and that's the, the opportunity of bitmap right yeah correct this is that next chance on a whole new like uh blockchain layer right yeah and and we could be interpreting this completely wrong so we would have to catch up with uh dirk and, and bob on this but it seems to me that every all the 3500 bitmap holders are going to be living in the same space which is cool mm -hmm. however um, each 3,500 or each one of the 3,500 has like, you know, potential, mm. right. To be its own space. So yeah. how, how I would do it is I would make 3,500 versions of these islands 
Mm. And then I would just superimpose one of these, one of these, uh, maps, one of these bitmaps on top of it. Right. Yeah. I would superimpose that on top of this Island yeah. and then, and then the, the, the owner of that bitmap can then distribute the, the parcels, the segments, exactly. yeah. the little squares. Yes. And, and, and that, that is, that is the reason why the parcel inscription standard was even created in the first place. Exactly. It's to support exactly that. And so, so now, now this, this owner of this bitmap, right. in the expector ecosystem can now create a community mm -hmm. that's in 3d. And the whole ecosystem is aligned with the standard so that the developers can actually introduce, you know, more technical frameworks that we can build applications and service these, these people. Again, yeah. keep in mind, 99% of people who are going to own digital virtual land in the metaverse are not going to be developers or yeah, content creators in any way. Yeah. So if we don't account for that and we don't like, you know, consider like, uh, you know, the, that we're going to have a very like non-functional, very non-engaging, a really crappy metaverse. Right. Yeah. And, and I say yeah. su superimpose, right. You, you take this square and you superimpose it on top of this map, but you don't have to do that mm -hmm. that way. You could just take all the 2000 transactions and just like put them anywhere you want within the map. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's still, you know, this, the same transaction ID number, right. The mm -hmm. same, uh, you know, nomenclature is, is across the, the map here. Mm -hmm. they, it doesn't have to be like a perfect square like this represents. Yeah. Cause this is also arbitrary. Why does it, why is it a square? Mm -hmm. You know, why isn't it a, a circle, right? Yeah. Why, why isn't it a, a pyramid or, it's true. you know, 3d object cube. Yeah. Like right now the market really likes the idea of how these things are rendered, right? The, the bit feed live yeah. visual display standard, I would call it like that is like, as of right now, what the market respects and they're finding value in that, right? The whole punks thing. Yeah. And, uh, I think what do they call it? Like Mandalorians or something? Uh, <laughs> Mandarians or something? Mandrians. Mandrians. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's others, you know, they're finding these confirmations is like, you know, something of value, but that's not to say like, it doesn't have to be like that. Right. Well, I mean, the visualizer is arbitrary, right? Right. And so, so it can look that way, but also cannot. Right. Mm -hmm. So just like they distributed, the world here and like this, these segments, uh, mm -hmm. you could do the exact same thing. You can with these with uh, nine one thousand nine hundred fifty six transactions, which are parcels. Yeah, which is not far off from I guess thirty five hundred, right? Well, well the, well this this one bitmap has almost two thousand transactions. So what I'm yeah. saying is, you have thirty five hundred bitmaps, mm -hmm. meaning thirty five hundred different islands. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and each yeah. bitmap is going to have different uh, parcel counts because each bitmap is different. Correct. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's what I mean. It's not, it's not far off. Like if you use that map you just had pulled off, it has two thousand transactions. It's not far off, and that's only one bitmap. Oh, I see what you're saying. Then, yeah. You, then kind of like, you know, burning thirty five hundred bitmaps. Yeah. Instead of just leveraging like the innate properties of one to to produce this, this yeah. virtual environment, right? And. That is the point. And then if everybody kind of aligns with that and uh, you know, that is kind of like, that is the consensus, right? That we all need to, uh, you know, agree upon like that, that is the value of the bitmap theory. Yeah. And, but, and it's all there. It and, was all laid forth. And, and here's the thing. It's like, we, we come with uh, these thoughts from like, you know, four years of experience building in like these metaverses. Um, and, but this, the, the way that we look at things is that, from a developer standpoint, you can deploy content in each of these squares if, if it's designed that way. Yeah. And so people around the globe, developers can make content that is deployable in each of these squares. So, so say for example, I'm in and I, these two squares, I, I own one, I'm in owns the other one. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to go to an app store and deploy content on top of your square. And I can do the exact same thing, mm -hmm. but it has to be designed in that way in order to enable that. Right. And the reason why we're so kind of bullish on this is because not only do we have our own app store, but we feel like that this is the mechanism that will bring in tons of developers and content for yeah. anyone to purchase and deploy. So the problem, okay. Yeah. So what you said is oh, yeah. This expector can do exactly that still, even like if they operate outside of the frameworks of these parcels, whatever they can have apps, sure. they can have deployable content, but it has to be designed that way though, which I'm sure they are, you know, cause I'm not sure. Well, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't well, Let's, let's assume they are. <clears throat> you know. I, I don't think that's a safe assumption to be honest. <laughs> do we know what, uh, 
what districts they have because what if they're just single transactions all of them no they're not they're yeah. in the later okay yeah because it i, I yeah. it could work with single transactions right because then it you could. wouldn't be burning all the parcels correct but it could but they got their 3500 on the last day of yeah. blockout That's yeah right. yeah i mean of course you could do this with single single districts i guess right and then yeah. within those districts is just one parcel yeah right so uh, but, but uh, you know, that's subjective, right? Some of those people who own those like single parcels might, as far as what I'm seeing from like the market is like the value of these, you know, single blocks yeah, or single parcel blocks is like, uh, you know, you're, you don't have any outside noise. It's like I, I get to create whatever it is I want in, in like an isolated, uh, virtual experience. Right? Yeah. That can be valuable to like, let's say like a company, I don't know, like a fucking, yeah. Nike, Nike, but also, of course, Nike existing in like a very large community is a big deal too. But yeah, let's say they have like a root uh, bitmap where like, you know, where they have their presence all throughout all these like larger mm -hmm. scale bitmaps, you know, little Nike kiosks or like Nike ad boards. They all have direct portaling to this one bitmap that's a single block. Yeah. Just Nike fucking bonanza. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? I could see that, and I think the market is starting to interpret it, interpret these like solo blocks as that. Right? Yeah, and, and so so here's the value of doing that, and is each bitmap holder from the Xpector network, each one is the distribution is about in the entire island, mm. and so now the district owner can control like the outer parts of the island and like put whatever they want there, mm -hmm. right? So it it adds value to the district versus the value to the parcel. Yeah. Right. The parcel holders of this island are going to be sort of like in the city, right? right They're right. going to be building here and like deploying content here, but the district owner can be deploying content out here. Correct. So, so getting... as, as a version, I mean, I'm not saying that this is going to happen like with Xpector or anything or any other project. This is just one interpretation of implementing <laughs> the bitmap standard. Right. <laughs> right. But I want to get back to that assumption that you've completely thrown off the table. It's like, Assume that they are creating that, that application deployment process on behalf of the users who are part of that ecosystem that they're building, this virtual environment. Mm -hmm. That is what, like, you know, a, a metaverse developer should enable this type of thing. If they understand the, the, the assumption that 99% of their user base will not know how to create content on their own. You mm -hmm. should provision this type of technical ability. But anyways, let's assume they do that. And um, the problem that, that, that they're operating, they're developing all this rich uh technical features outside of the the standard itself mm -hmm. it's forcing the developers who can make this content to pick silos mm -hmm. instead of like a, if everything is operating under that that standard infrastructure layer the developers don't have to pick anymore mm -hmm. all the content they create is cross deployable in all these different virtual environments yeah right that that is the value that's what we mean like interoperability is so important here yeah and and um, if we take a look at the existing environment with like operating systems, we have Mac and Windows, and there's there's some on the fringe. But mm -hmm. typically, as a developer, you build an app for Windows and then an app for Mac. That's it, yeah. Yeah. right? You there isn't like fifty different operating systems, yeah, right? And that's a good thing, even though that yeah. sounds bad, yeah, right? But uh, th that's that's why it's important to follow these these standards so that. The developers, like you're saying, don't have to pick a silo. Yeah, that is the problem with existing metaverses. People had picked a silo, and yeah, it's 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 what's and, happening with blockchain too. It's like if you're yeah, if you're a developer, right. you want to build like a DeFi ecosystem or a PFP project, you're locked into the the liquidity situation of whatever silo you choose. Yeah, right. and and to go back to like the comment about not assuming that they're going to enable that, it's very hard to do that. It's, it's very hard oh, yeah. to yeah, develop course. SDKs yeah. on top of your operating system that you, that you chose. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's limitations to like to, to the decisions, right? For example, they, they're running Unreal Engine and you, and you for now you have to have a PC and you have to download the PC application to run their world. Mm -hmm. And so that poses a problem to some people. Like mm -hmm. for example, we don't have PCs, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. but, but this is okay. I mean, people, you know, most of the gamers out there have PCs and they game on their PC. Yeah. So it's fine, right? Yeah. What I'm saying is you, you when you design your worlds, you have to pick a certain stack. That's why we keep talking about operating systems and stacks because that's essentially what is happening mm -hmm. when you're building on top of these worlds. Yeah. And so so once you pick that stack, 
then you have to build an SDK to allow others to leverage the SDK to have content deployable there. Correct. And then you have to, once it's deployable, then you have to use the bitmap standard, the ID system, so that it makes it interoperable. Like mm. the framework is interoperable amongst all the developers. That's what we're saying. So if you don't use that standard, how, how, how are you going to, how are you going to design a deployment system? Mm. You know, it's just going to be another arbitrary deployment system, right? Yeah. So, so this is like the, this is why this part of the, of the metaverse building is so complex. Right. It's, it's why like, you know, Trevor faded bitmaps like so, oh, yeah. so quickly. I, I, I refer back to that initial conversation we had with him on that, on that Twitter space. Is that what they call it? Yeah, correct. Yeah. His main contention point was like, dude, this whole thing sounds cool and all, but you guys don't understand like the technical threshold as far as like value creation in the metaverse space, I guess he like, he's, he probably seen like, you know, yeah. what happened over the last three or four years, just like we have, right. He wasn't yeah. involved in any of it. I don't think, but he was like a, an observer, right. Sure. He's like, Holy shit. It's hard to actually do anything yeah. for the metaverse. It's way easier over here, like spin up little 2d images and create yeah. community around that. Yeah. I mean, that worked. Triple A <laughs> games are in the tens to hundreds of millions of dollars of development. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and even with that, sometimes they don't get it right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it is a difficult realm, right? It's very complex and yeah, it's technically, uh, intense. Right? So this is why like, it's so important to leverage the bitmap standard because yeah. we're all like seeing working all the together. working yeah. together. We're all seeing the exact same problems Correct. and we're all building solutions to those problems. Yeah. that's, that's why bitmap is so powerful potentially like yeah it's like we're all kind of like combining our resources whether it's yeah. like actually a financial yeah to where, where the financial resources allows us to onboard more developers basically mm -hmm. but we're all contributing to the same stack essentially over time that's right the, the the stack that becomes the the framework where future devs can like come on and deploy yeah and create new value and as of now that hasn't been the case yeah right and so that that's what makes us super ultra bullish so but in order for that to actually come to fruition, we need all developers to basically respect the standard and like how it was, you know, yeah, proposed to, in the to, first place. To understand it, right? To to basically understand it, because I think once developers see this and they they understand like the ethos and like the point of Bitmap, mm -hmm. it's pretty easy to get them on board because they know what it means to build on top of standards. Yeah, they they already inherently know that. Correct. Right. Yeah. It's it's the rest of us, the users of the space, who don't necessarily know that this is happening. Like mm -hmm. you don't when you go on the internet, you don't necessarily know you're using TCP/IP. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't know that when you go to Google.com, you're really going to an IP address. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you don't need to know that. Right. Mm -hmm. You and I don't need to know what's happening like on on top of this virtual world. We don't need to know that. But the developers need to be on the same page here in terms of leveraging the standards. Yeah. A thousand percent of. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, yeah. So all this to say is just, it's early days, right? So yeah, nobody's like doing anything right or wrong in this specific moment in time when it comes to like, you know, trying to do anything, anybody doing anything is doing it right. Right. Yes. Because that this, this shit is so nascent and like, it just was birthed literally like a month ago. <laughs> Yeah. So to assume everybody knows like what the hell's going on and like yeah. everybody's gonna like just fucking knock it out the part off the rip. Yeah. Failed assumption, you know. Yeah. But so that's why we kind of have to kind of like step in here and uh, again inject our experience into you know we've we've been like we can't say this enough we spent the last four years of our lives dedicated yeah to solving some of these problems yeah right and we built a company around that and yeah, uh, yeah we've we're on our way to like really provisioning, I guess, like components of this, but we can't do it alone. That's something we figured out. It's like, dude, this is yeah. somehow we've been tasked with like, you know, <laughs> having to solve these technical dilemmas. Yeah. And we, we, it's really, it seems almost like we're the only ones addressing it <laughs> or thinking about them. But, but in, in context of that we understand, like we would come to the realization, like we are not enough. Yeah. We can't, we can't be enough. It's, it's like saying, yeah, we could build the internet. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, definitely not. We cannot. Like the, the, this metaverse thing is going to be a a ginormous endeavor, and it needs yeah. the contribution from many, many, many different you know developers. All right, I man. So so <clears throat> let's let's plan this out, dude. Let's let's see what up. Dude, what how up. do you always do this, dude? <laughs> you put me on the spot. Yeah, I need I, I need to this. challenge you because we gotta we gotta let everybody know that we're on the same page and like and then have everybody understand like what page we're on. 
and then have them understand like whether we're trying to figure out whether we're right or wrong. Right. Okay. So what are you going to do? So, me? so, okay. So let's do this. <laughs> All right. So we have a map here, dude. Yeah. And, uh, so let's, let's, let's do our own sort of pitch, right? If we were to, to sell, you know, a bunch of bitmaps or whatever. Mm-hmm. So let's do our pitch. So our pitch would be, it's like, we're going to sell a hundred bitmaps, right? And of the hundred, hundred bitmaps, they're basically a hundred different islands. Okay. And, um, if you get one of our bitmaps, you're going to get one of these islands. It's going to be procedurally generated. They're all going to be unique <laughs> because ass, we built this ass. system. And here's how, how some of the islands look like. And we show a video. Right on, right, right? on. I'm already super tantalated. Yeah. What else? What else? <laughs> what else are you throwing at me, dude? Okay. So <laughs> each bitmap it, it has a random set of transactions, right? Re- because I, I showed you one. The latest one mm-hmm. has 1956 transactions, right? Mm-hmm. And um, all those 1956 are just going to be randomly distributed on top of this uh, this this green patch here. Okay. Okay. So if you get one of these bitmaps, you'll have, you know, whatever the transaction count of that bitmap is, and all those parcels are going to be scattered throughout this green patch. Okay. But because you're the bitmap owner, we're going you're, we're going to allow you to add whatever it is you want on the perimeter. Right? Could be anything. You could partner up with Nike. And have a bunch of Nike flags on the on the perimeter. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, pretty much do anything that you want on the outside because you're the district owner. Right. So yeah, because you know, the ownership of the 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 parcels belongs to the parcel inscription owners. Right. Correct. And yeah, you as a district owner, we don't we we don't know how they distributed them. Maybe they did like some sort of like sale. Just yeah. like Expector's trying to do now. Like, yeah. yeah, you could do a parcel sale, right? Yeah, correct. Under this yeah. plan you're outlining. Correct. Okay. All right, so, keep going. So now now you are this island owner. You know that you can build on the outside because you're the island owner, mm-hmm. but you want to cultivate a community. So you call this, um, you know, this island. F- Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. <laughs> right? Remember that show, dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's do it, dude, okay. for real this time. <laughs> So now you got Fantasy Island. You've branded it, right? It's like, come join my Fantasy Island. Fuck yeah, dude, I'm in. Okay, what else? There's 1,956 <laughs> parcels. They're all sized according to the bitmap standard. I'm okay. using the virtual bytes to represent the size. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, come join. And I'm selling each parcel for 50 bucks. Okay. And so you sell out. All of a sudden, now you have a community, um, you know, 1,000 people, right? They're they're part of this this island, mm-hmm. and um, they're now they're able to deploy anything that they want on top of this island through an app store, mm-hmm. an app store developed by the community. They can basically be DeFi projects, little games, whatever. Okay, but they're all equally purchasable, deployable, and it's your space on the fantasy island as gotcha. a parcel owner. Cool. So this is. So this is our interpretation of like how we would do it. Okay. If we were doing the, the sale. Right. So, you know, I guess the, the question is, is like, does that make sense to people? Like in, in the structure of the bitmap, mm. like being able to first cultivate a community of developers who are making apps, then cultivate a community <laughs> of people who want, you know, virtual space of a given, um, let's say influencer or somebody who's doing fantasy yeah. Island. Right. Yeah, I mean, just it can be anything still. Like, uh, the only thing, I, yeah, it's just uh, the ownership allocation is the only thing in my mind that needs to be like parcel inscription, right? Yeah. Like, if you're trying to onboard, onboard community was like the, the key word you said. Yeah. And the, the mechanism to do that is to distribute the parcels within the bitmap, right? Everything else is just noise, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just came up with, like, a whole marketing campaign yeah, yeah, for, yeah. like, this fantasy island. Yeah. But there's going to be an infinite, you know, uh, spectrum, spectrum of, like, attempts to do exactly what you just did. Yeah. Right? To convince me to be a part of this community, right? Yeah. And, to, you know, to onboard, essentially. Yeah. And, and, it, it, and not every single environment is... I'm assuming this is a traversable environment. It looks like it's an open world ecosystem and yeah. then people are going to have like, you know, plots within it basically. Yeah. But not every single bitmap is going to be that. No, right? it's Cause, not. Because that's going to introduce, you know, I don't know, probably like, uh, you know, technical issues, right? There's going to be like server capacity problems. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like yeah, a lot and of that's what, that's crashing why I, and shit like that. Yeah, that's why I brought this up because... 
Think about what I just said. A hundred bitmaps, they each bitmap represents its own island. And yeah. that island needs to be hosted somewhere by somebody. Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and then a uh, hundred districts are going to be servicing like their own virtual world. Mm. And each virtual world has like potentially, you know, 2,000 to 3,000 land holders yeah. or parcel holders. Yeah. So that's two to 3,000 people just like, just as owners. And then this is like open to the public to come it's and true. visit. Yeah. The owners, yeah. Yeah. You want to create, you want to deploy and create cool shit. To make it an actual experience that people want to like to come visit, to yeah. visit and like remain engaged and to participate in. So right. yeah, we're talking potentially what? How many users daily yeah. actively? Like thousands, maybe. Yeah, if if you've created if, a community who's like building and deploying stuff, like yeah. interesting stuff, yeah, you might have thousands of people logging in at the same time. There's a big event, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's <laughs> so here's the challenge. It's like yeah. the the project that is hosting the type of experience they mm -hmm. have to host like a hundred different bitmap servers and like mm. like it's a technical endeavor to enable this even though yeah. it seems like to be the most reasonable way to to do something yeah and of course this is the cost so at, you're describing a business basically right if you're successful in this you know attempt that you you've leveraged the bitmap protocol and standard correctly you yeah. know you've 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 acquired a hundred bitmaps and you've you've uh you've distributed them through like, you know, the parcel inscription standard process and you've, you've created the right incentive alignment, I guess, to form the right communities to be a part and contribute to all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Now you have a hundred active, you know, bitmap virtual environments. Right. They all have their unique communities, their unique ownership yeah. within them. And like there's economic activity potentially happening in them. There's micro transactions happening. You're generating yes. revenue. Yes. You've built a business in the metaverse. Yes. Essentially. Yes. Right. Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> that, that's is that desirable. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Like it's like that's how it should should I, look. I feel right? like it seems like that's that's right. Yeah, I think so too. And think, and yeah. and and I re the reason why I wanted to kind of outline this scenario is because I wanted to people to visualize this potential and like mm -hmm. come up with holes, right? Come up with like, hey, you know, if you do this, the consequences is that, yeah. right? You know, so yeah, I mean, <sighs> I, I feel like that's. Now, here's the technical challenge to do this is like the servers and all that stuff to like run run this whole thing. Well, yeah, but that's just that's just part of the business. You yeah, know. It's, it's like you you get a domain for a yeah. website mm -hmm. and then you have to host it somewhere. Yeah, right. It's so like pay, it's like coming up with a good game and like as your game gets more and more popular, you got to account for these you know yeah these infrastructure costs right to yeah. support your user base and stuff like that. And yeah, it's a cost at the end of the day. And it's going to introduce new vectors of, I guess, centralization, which people mm -hmm. are going to have to basically get used to because yeah. we've seen if you try to decentralize that, yeah, you're going to have like a non-playable environment, basically. Yeah, yeah. So these are the trade-offs that people don't know yet. There's going to be developers that are going to stick to the whole everything must be decentralized narrative. Yeah. And they're going to learn real quick what that actually ends up looking like, <laughs> like from like a, a user experience perspective. Yeah. What are you about to do? Like, I'm, like literally I'm, show Decentraland or what? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's get in there, dude. Yeah, right. Just so you guys can see. Uh, no, it's... I want to I bring up the second trip again. Oh, okay. So this is, yeah. This is not that. This is yeah, very this centralized. Is, yeah. Uh, let me mute this. But what I want to do is I want to <laughs> kind of highlight some stuff here. Um, all these people that you're seeing here, they're all connected to this, to one of many servers, mm -hmm. but everything's being fed to your computer. To do this is extremely expensive, right? Mm. This would be cool if this was your bitmap, I man. Fuck yeah. But I doubt, <laughs> I doubt that you have several hundreds of thousands of dollars to support this event, to like support, you know, thousands of people to like go and like collect these orbs. Probably not. That's why I think these types of events at this scale will probably be like those, those single plot bitmaps where like, again, like the party's interested in owning those. Yeah. Would be like, uh, you know, you know, well-funded ones. Yeah. <laughs> big IPs, big brands, you know, big projects and stuff. They're going to want to have a space dedicated to have, you know, events like this. Right? Yeah. Where they can feasibly afford to do that, host them. Right. But us like, you know, average bitmap owners you know we, why not deploy this type of virtual environment stack or something similar to it yeah and the limitations like you know 100 
people can come in at any one point in time. It seems yeah. more sustainable, right? Yeah. And 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 I, I bring this up because in, in order to enable this would be cool if all bitmaps, you know, had this capability, right? Of course. But yeah. it's just too expensive and um you know, it's it's just complex to kind of like host this for every single bitmap. So go ahead and run it a little bit, dude. I want to see some of the actions. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, this is insane, dude. See some action, dude. Yeah. Um so the whole point is to to understand like what is technically, you know, possible, like mm -hmm. if you had infinite money to like scale it down to something that's more reasonable and scalable in the sense that yeah. if you are a, you know, we could call it a network provider, mm -hmm. right? The network provider is provisioning the, the, the island, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then the island is being leveraged, is being designed according to the bitmap standard where you can have all those parcels be a piece of that island. Mm -hmm. And then the operating system is whatever this is, is right? Unreal Engine. Um, the networking stack here, mm -hmm. like all that yeah. stuff still needs to be kind of designed as part of this network architecture. hundred yeah. percent. So, and that's going to take the longest time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to require the most amount of like funding and, and effort. <laughs> and yeah, it's going to be a beast of an endeavor. Right. So yeah, don't expect that tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just the reality of it, right? We got to yeah. keep it real on this uh, on this channel, dude. We're we're not gonna feed you, you know, hopium of like yeah. fake news. Like, you just that's not us, dude. We're we're gonna tell you like straight up, honest. Yeah, what is actually happening in this space, right? Like, what to really expect? Yeah, and and personally, I want to enable this. Well, we've been working towards that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, I want I want all bitmap holders to yeah. run our <laughs> stack that runs this. A thousand percent. Yeah, we are actually internally motivated, right? That's why we've been testing and attending these events. And if you don't know what this is, this is uh, the other side. Yeah, the other side. The demos uh, that but this is this one specifically is dem demonstrating that networking stack called yeah. Morpheus, right? Correct. Which is has been in development for like a decade. Yeah. <laughs> Took hundreds of millions of dollars That's of right. funding <laughs> to like actually, I guess, perfect to get it to this like performance level. Yeah. And this is something that can be leveraged like for all of the metaverse, right? Yeah. It seems like it can be, a, but it, like it you say, it has be. costly uh, ramifications, right? Yeah. And, you know, as new things get developed and yeah, uh, they'll scale over the, time. Yeah. yeah. They'll get cheaper and cheaper. Correct. But the, the, the other demos they've been doing are things like MML, like a metaverse markup languages, which is much more like content focused for developers, again, to like, you know, build highly functional application grade content right and that that is uh interoperable in the sense like now people can like you know leverage the same like coding framework which yeah. is mml yeah. to like bring deploy these things in real time into these virtual environments and like have them you know communicate across yeah. these virtual environments and like things that happen here happen there that's right that's that's beautiful right? yes and we want to enable that as much as possible yeah right? so yeah so um yeah, so we have about five minutes left. I, I think the, the the big takeaway here is that it's important for anyone building on top of Bitmap to leverage the standard because it allows other developers to enable this interoperable future, right? Yeah. And you want to do that because you want to leverage the network effect. Correct. Because if you don't leverage the standards, you are siloing yourself, and which could be successful anyway. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, like we said, we've already seen multi-billion dollar yeah, uh silos. Yeah. You know? It's it's not yeah, it's not in the, it's up to the market to determine whether or not they want to be a part of that or again, part of like something that's interlinked with the cohesion of the bitmap standard. Right? Yeah. It's market forces, dude. They will decide. Yeah, but just like the internet is leveraging the standards, it's a multi-trillion dollar, you know, product of humanity. Mm -hmm. Right? The Metaverse could be a multi-trillion dollar product of humanity as well. Yeah. But it can't be when it's a bunch of silos. Yeah. Totally agree, dude. Okay. So having uh having said all that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that makes some sense because we went we went deep into the the uh, experience base there. <sighs> I guess so. And yeah. <clears throat> this is definitely like bringing back old memories of like early days of Decentraland where we Yeah. we'd, we'd have conversations oh, yeah. like this normally. Right, <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> like, definitely did like all the time, dude. And it's, it's amazing because, like, that was like three years ago, 
and we're largely like in the same place. Like, you know, we're like pretty much begging for like uh, others to like hear us yeah. and like align with what it is we're saying. Right. And like, yeah, but I guess it's been difficult because of, again, the, the, the siloing, that's why, again, I want to keep reemphasizing this bitmap might be that, that inflection point. Now it can be, it can be. It could also completely fail. It could. If everyone yes. just like ignores yes. like what's actually, you know, valuable about this whole experiment, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, such a good point. We have to recognize the value in what bitmap is. It's not mm -hmm. the fact that we hold bitmaps and like the floor price is going. Who gives a shit about floor prices, dude? That's true. Yeah. There's a lot of like sentiment out there. It's like we need to just restrict everything. Kill Kill like uh, implement an update where like no more new blocks. Yeah, what? I I've seen people say that like notable people who are like, dude, it's like you know how are, our bags, dude? What the what, yeah, what about the, what about the bags? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Vitoshi? You you you're losing it. Yeah. You, how how dare you like allow more bitmaps to be created? Yeah. Like you're fucking all of us, don't you understand? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's a flawed. It's flawed. And and it's, yeah, because it's, okay, yeah, the number goes up, and then and then what? And what? Nothing. Then number goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we've seen it. Yeah. If number goes up for like artificial reasons, number goes down faster. Way worse. Faster than yeah. it goes up. Yeah. Right. So the only thing that makes number go up and stay up is real value. Yes. Actual value. Have you guys seen Tesla stock? By the way. Yes. Over a spectrum <laughs> of time, it just goes up. It's true. Right? Yeah. Because they keep adding value. Bitcoin, same thing. Correct. Yeah. I mean, th that's the nature of these markets. So that's, that's why, you know, Web3 and crypto has such a bad rap because a lot of it is co-opted by these like short-term hype mechanisms and yeah. degenomics and things like that. And we could, we could spin up beautiful narratives around all that stuff and convince a lot of people to kind of like come in in droves. Yeah. And that, you know... Yeah, we got attacked for that last cycle for like play to earn. Everybody called it like a giant Ponzi and yeah, stuff like correct, that, right? Correct. I don't think it was like a Ponzi. It was just like a flawed concept, you know? Yeah, flawed economic design. Correct. Yeah, like the 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 attempt is not like. Yeah, the the play to earn itself isn't a Ponzi. Yeah, it can be leveraged as a Ponzi, which it did. Just, I mean, <laughs> which we, it was. we're having a similar conversation about uh, securities, like crypto and securities. Yeah, like. Gary Gensler thought every token is a security mm. and it can be, but yeah. not every token is a security. That's right. It just depends on who's leveraging this technology and, and how, you're, how you're transacting it. Yeah. What's their motivation, right? So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like we're sane, dude. Not insane. I don't know. Uh, it, uh, what seems, do you think, TJ? It's just what an insane person is thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact that you're questioning your sanity is like a, a major red flag, dude. Just God like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, dude. It, I, I question my sanity pretty often, dude. <laughs> like like, like the NPC shit that we're seeing? Yeah. It's like, I got to be the crazy one. I, I can't. Well, why do you think you're crazy? Because you don't I don't like it. No, dude, I think a lot of people don't like that. No, I think that should be the common belief there. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe. A lot of people are watching it. I would think you like it if you're watching it. I don't think you like stuff that I you think, don't watch. I don't know. I, I don't think you're crazy. I think you're just like anti-fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like you know, all these people are like having fun, you know? It's just like you're acting like fucking robots, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let them have fun, dude. Just fucking, they're frolicking. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> let them frolic, dude. Let them have some joy, you know? Right. So I guess, yeah. but, but am I crazy or not? I mean, that's... No, dude. You're fine, dude. You're fine. <laughs> you're doing great, Thank dude. You, dude. You're doing great out there. <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah, dude. I, I'm tired of being this guy all the time. <laughs> God damn it. You're always going to be this guy, dude. Sorry to tell you. God Sorry damn to it. let you know. He's not that bad, I guess. Embrace him, dude. That's you. I guess, dude. All right, guys, that's it for us. That's been uh, 165. Hopefully, it made some sense. Um, there's going to be a lot of questions about what we talked about because it goes deep. Mm. Um, Dirk, Bob, definitely reach out to us. That way, we can chat about this. And um, mm. I don't know, just you know, provide some feedback and everything. And mm -hmm. you know, probably, mm -hmm. I don't know, have some different design mechanics for different bitmaps that you guys have going. Yeah, and as far as you know, by the time this podcast is out. The land sale might have already happened or something like that. So that's true. But yeah, it's it's, it's if that's the case, yeah, and it, that's it's thirty five hundred bitmaps, dude. That's a lot. Yeah, of, but 
they can adjust. They, they well, can. yeah, let's just like, okay, well, let's just scoop up some more and let, let's try again. Yeah. You know? All right. That's it for us. Follow us on Twitter at the block runner at Metazone IO and at Roby AI and at Metazone <laughs> <Zone. laughs> MScribe IO. And, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. Peace. <laughs>